Thank you for taking time to study with us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help us draw near to God through the study and application of His Word. If you have any questions or comments about today's study, or spiritual things in general, feel free to contact me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. The Holy Spirit of God works in individual lives in unique ways. We are not all moved by the same things, nor are we convinced of the power of God by the same events. Today on Drawing Near, Simon Peter, who has been present during some of the miracles Jesus has done, is moved by the power of Christ in a unique and powerful way. Open your Bible and turn to Luke chapter 5 and join me as we study Peter's Confession. As we prepare for today's study, let's go to the Lord together in prayer. Father in heaven, we praise you for your unique ways in which you move and minister in our lives. You created us each in wonderful ways, and you understand us perfectly. You know what touches our hearts. You know what moves us, what we are passionate about. And Father, you know how to use your Holy Spirit to touch our lives and to move us to confess our sin and to trust in Jesus Christ and to follow you. Father, we pray that you would guide us in our study today, that we would see the power of Jesus Christ and the compassion of Jesus Christ, that we could see the unique ways in which he ministered and served you in this world. Guide us in our study. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. As we look at Luke chapter 5, beginning in verse 1, Luke writes, Now it happened that while the crowd was pressing around him and listening to the word of God, he was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, and he saw two boats lying at the edge of the lake. But the fishermen had gotten out of them and were washing their nets. And he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little way from the land. He sat down and began teaching the people from the boat. Early in Jesus' ministry, he was very popular. He was healing, casting out demons, he was teaching with power, and people were pursuing him. They were following and going out to him. In today's study, we see Jesus standing by the lake of Gennesaret while the people are pressing around him. They're crowding around him. They can't get close enough. And there's a problem. As he's teaching the word of God, because verse 1 tells us they were listening to the word of God, he was having trouble communicating. He needed some space. So in verse 2, he saw two boats at the edge of the lake. The fishermen had gone out the night before, had fished all night long, and now they were cleaning up their nets. They were mending their nets. They had placed the two boats by the edge of the lake. They were done for the night. Verse 3 says, Jesus got into one of the boats, which was Simon's. Simon's mother-in-law, if you'll remember, had been healed by Christ. So we can assume the following things. Simon had been in the synagogue with Jesus, had seen him cast out the demon. Simon had taken him to his home, where Jesus had healed Simon's mother-in-law. And then Jesus, that evening at sunset, had healed a lot of people and cast out many demons that night. And we can assume that Simon was with him then, because Simon seems to be with him in the synagogue, in his home. When Jesus leaves his home, I believe Simon went with him. And so he gets into one of the boats, and it was Simon Peter. So we know Simon Peter is a fisherman. 
That's taught throughout all the Gospels, so it's probably not a surprise to you. But he's a fisherman. He asked Simon to put out a little way from the land. And he sat down in the boat and began to teach the people from the boat. He got some space from the people. He's able to see the people. The people can't get to him because of the water in between him and the people. And now he can teach them. One of the things we're familiar with, but we may not actually focus on, is how comfortable Jesus is with leadership and his authority. He commands demons. He commands people to be well. He goes to people's homes. He gets into Peter's boat. He tells Peter to put out a little bit from the land. Jesus is a teacher. He is a leader. He is a rabbi. He's comfortable with who he is and the authority that God has given to him. He's not brazen. He's not calloused. He's not arrogant. He's not conceited. He's humble. And yet, in his humility, he has a commanding presence. We see this clearly throughout the life of Jesus Christ. God has endowed him with power and authority, and he lives in that power and authority. This story has two parts. We see Jesus teaching the people, but now he moves from focusing on the people to focusing on Simon. In verse 4 it says, When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep water and let down your nets for a catch. In other words, Simon, let's go fishing. (laughs) Remember, Simon, the guys in Simon's boat and the other guys from the other boat, they'd already been fishing. They were cleaning up their nets. They were done. Verse 5, Simon answered and said, Master, we worked hard all night and caught nothing. But I will do as you say and let down the nets. There are some very important things here that we need to see. First of all, Simon acknowledges Jesus as master. He's the Lord. He's in charge. He's talking to him honestly. We worked hard all night and caught nothing. But Jesus is master. And we need to recognize him as our master, our Lord as well. We need to see Jesus for who he is. If we are to follow him, we must acknowledge who he is and what he has come to do and his place in our lives. So we've worked hard all night. We've caught nothing, but I will do as you say and let down the nets. Regardless of our understanding of the master's wishes, regardless of whether or not we agree, we need to be submissive to God. We may not understand but we need to do what we're told. We need to listen to Jesus. We need to listen to the word, the Holy Spirit. We need to do as you say and let down the net, so to speak. In verse 6, when they had done this, they enclosed a great quantity of fish, and their nets began to break. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat for them to come and help them. Simon had gone out in his boat. They had started catching so many fish that their nets were tearing and the fish were falling through the holes. And so they hollered for their partners. They signaled for their partners in the other boat to get in that boat, to grab their nets, and to come and help. And they came, and they filled both of the boats so that they began to sink. Now notice, these professional fishermen had not been successful all night. But Jesus said when he is done using the boat, when he was done teaching, let's go fishing. Simon says, we can't catch anything. We're already done. But I will do what you say. And when they listened to Jesus, they not only caught fish, 
but they caught so many that their nets couldn't hold them, and they caught so many that the boats couldn't hold them. The boats were beginning to sink. This is what happens when we listen to the Lord. When we do what God says, God works in our lives. Now, his power may not always be evident in positive ways or in immediate ways, but God always accomplishes his will and his purpose, and he uses us to do this. And he blesses our lives often because of our obedience. But we need to see they don't catch the fish. They don't have this catch or profit unless they listen to the Lord. They're going home empty-handed. But by listening to the Lord, they were not. But that's not the amazing part. The amazing part comes in verse 8. But when Simon Peter saw that, he fell down at Jesus' feet, saying, Go away from me, Lord. See how he acknowledges Jesus as Lord again? For I am a sinful man. He doesn't come to Jesus and say, Oh, Lord, I want to follow you, or Lord, I want to be with you. He says, Go away from me, Lord. I'm a sinful man. I'm not worthy to be in your presence. I'm not worthy to see what I've seen, to hear what I've heard, to have what you've given to me. I am a sinful man. This is the kind of confession that every single one of us needs to experience in our hearts. We need to not have the attitude that God is lucky to have us, or that we're good sinners and not all that bad. There are no good sinners. We are all sinful. We are all completely sinful. And we are not worthy to be in the presence of the Lord. Just like John the Baptist says, I'm not worthy to baptize you. I should be baptized by you. I'm not worthy to untie your sandals, unlatch your sandals. We need to recognize we are completely unworthy. That recognition can't just be in our heads. We can't just know the fact that we are unworthy. We must experience in the presence of Christ, because of our sin and his righteousness, our unworthiness. Why did Peter respond this way? Verse 9 says, For amazement had seized him and all his companions because of the catch of the fish which they had taken. Peter had seen the demon cast out. Peter had seen his mother-in-law healed. Peter was witness to all the healings, all the teaching, all of the casting out demons Jesus did at the end of the Sabbath day. But here, when Peter experiences firsthand the power of God in a powerful, practical sort of way in his own life, now he confesses. Now he is humble. Verse 10 says, Not only was Peter experiencing this, but so also were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. So we see in this story, Peter's confession and the amazement of James and John, all three will become disciples of Christ. And Jesus said to Simon, Do not fear. From now on, you will be catching men. (laughs) You're not going to just catch fish. You're going to become a fisherman of men. And we know that saying. We understand that saying. Jesus was letting Peter know that he was going to work in his life to bring him in as a disciple, to equip and train him, and then send him out. And we can go from this passage all the way to the book of Acts and see the tremendous difference the great journey that Peter travels in following Jesus Christ. Verse 11 finally says, 
And when they brought their boats to land, they left everything and followed him. That's what Jesus desires. That's what he deserves. We're told by Jesus that we cannot serve God in material things because we will love one and hate the other, or we will cling to one and reject the other. You can't straddle the fence. You can't be lukewarm. Jesus requires, he deserves that we be totally surrendered to him. Hot or cold, not lukewarm. Where are you in your faith? Where are you in your maturity? Where are we when it comes to our confession and recognition of our sinfulness and the Lord's lordship over us and our call to follow him, period? We need to surrender. Father in heaven, help us to daily acknowledge your place in our lives, to let go of the things of this world, the things of the flesh, to not be self-oriented, but rather to deny ourselves, take up our cross, and follow Jesus. We know that Peter didn't get this immediately. We know that Peter didn't understand all that Jesus was requiring of him at this moment. We see his stumbles. We see his trip-ups. But we also see that Peter goes all the way for Christ, and he continues to grow in maturity and in understanding. I praise you, Father, that you, through the power and work of the gospel, through your Holy Spirit and your word, you sinful fallen people, and you save us, you convert us, you regenerate us, you sanctify us, you mature us in the faith and make us useful for your work. Thank you for that vast privilege. I pray, Father, that you would help us to recognize our sinfulness and your lordship, Jesus's lordship. He is the head of the church, the body, and we are the body. We are to follow him wholly and completely. Guide us in this. Help us in this. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.